welcome to my real estate dojo with Mr. Investor. Gang, I'm Mike, as you already know, and today's subject is about subject two versus a rat. All right, these two techniques are, if you don't know already by now, are a great way to buy property without using your own money or without you using your own credit in America. So once again, you're able to buy properties using creative financing, and I'm gonna dive in here today, right now, explain the major differences between a subject to and a rap. When I was younger, these two ideas were very similar, but they're really actually very different, and I really wanna take the time to be able to explain to you guys what is a subject to and what is a rap and what are the major differences. I've already done that through previous videos, but I haven't done one where I compare both of them see the major differences in a subject to and a rap. So let's go ahead and dive in. Um, when you buy a property subject to, you're basically stepping into the seller's shoes and making their monthly payments month after month after closing. All right. And so what happens is that one, there is no new note created. Again, there's no new note created. And what that means is that if you don't know the term what a note is, refer back to my one of my oldest videos about the general real estate terms to know what a note is, okay? But there's no new note created, okay? Number two thing that doesn't happen in a subject to is DOT. All right, DOT stands for deed of trust. Whenever as an investor buying a property subject to, you don't give the seller a deed of trust. Now, if you don't know what a deed of trust is, refer back to one of my previous videos to know. But in a simply put, a deed of trust is a security instrument that you sign pledging the seller the property in case you default. Okay, so that's very, very important because why is it important? Because whenever you buy a property subject to um, and the seller deeds you the property and you don't give them a deed of trust, then if you default as the investor to the seller, now the seller doesn't have any remedies. And what I mean by that is that the seller has no remedies to get his house back. And his only option is to go hire an attorney and sue you to get the property back, which is a good thing and a bad thing. To me, I think it's a very bad thing because I don't want to get sued, and so you shouldn't want to get sued, so you do want to give the seller a remedy. So this is one of the major differences between uh, a subject to and a wrap, that in a subject to, the seller does not get a deed of trust, all right? Which brings me to point number three that we just discussed about is that because the seller does not get a deed of trust, the seller has no remedy. The seller has no remedy, which, which means that if you default, the seller cannot get his property back uh, if you don't make his monthly payments, and therefore he has to hire an attorney, okay? Now, in a wrap, let's talk about a wrap for a second and a couple of things that are different between a wrap. In a wrap, it's basically you're buying a property and stepping into the seller's shoes and making making the monthly payments, but whenever you go to closing, 
you structure the deal a little different where the seller is more protected um, and the seller has remedies. And so let's go ahead in here and explain it one by one what I might mean by that. One is that at closing, you sign a note to the seller. So a new note is created. Now, there's a couple of ways to structure a wrap deal, and I have a video about two ways to structure a wrap, so look at that. I don't want to get into it right now, but just remember that a new note is created whenever you do a wrap. And basically, if you don't know what a note is, uh, I'll go ahead and explain it to you real quickly. It's basically an IOU. It's like a contract that says, hey, I'm, I'm going to buy this house for X. I'm going to pay you 10% interest rate, and for these terms, you know, 36 years or 30 years or 15 years or whatever and all that is drawn up in a paper paperwork called a note and you are going to sign the note saying that hey I'm going to be responsible for this debt okay so no new is a new a new note is created here when you do a wrap the other thing that's a major difference between a wrap and a subject to is that you do sign a DOT okay you do sign a DOT and the DOT is a deed of trust again a deed of trust basically tells the seller hey I'm the investor mr. seller I not only gonna sign a new note with you that says I'm gonna pay X dollars for 10% uh, interest for you know X terms or Y terms but also I'm gonna sign this deed of trust which is a security instrument that uh, I'm gonna sign and I'm gonna pledge this house in case I default in case I don't make the monthly payments to you you could just call up the trustee or the attorney and you guys could foreclose on my property or on this property that I bought from you okay and so the seller is protected a lot better they they have a remedy so they're not going to sue you, they're just going to go ahead and take the property, which brings us to number three, which is that the seller has a remedy. Okay? In this situation, you know, if you default, the seller, you know, if he goes to an, a, a different attorney and says, hey, I want to sue these guys, and they look at the deed of trust and the note, the paperwork, and the lawyer's going to say, hey, you know, you do have a remedy. You could just go ahead and call the trustee up, file for a foreclosure and take the property back. If the seller wants to get their property back in a wrap, all they have to do is contact the trustee and the trustee will file for a foreclosure. In a subject two, if the seller wants to get the property back because the investor has defaulted or has not made the monthly payments, the seller cannot just go take the property back or call a trustee because there was no deed of trust. So therefore, what the seller has to do in, in a subject to transaction is hire an attorney, sue the investor, and then get the judge to allow the foreclosure to happen, which is gonna be many, many uh, more hoops that the seller has to jump through before he could get the house granted back to them. Where if they had a deed of trust, if the seller had just sold it on a wrap, it would have been a lot faster process, less expensive process uh, for the seller. So in a nutshell, when I do 
subject twos are wraps. I prefer wraps over subject twos is because I like to protect the seller uh, and put them in a better positioning. And, and I know that I'm going to do what I'm going to say, so don't, I don't have to worry about defaulting. If I told somebody I'm going to do something, then I do it. Uh, and therefore, I, I showed them that, hey, I'm going to put you in a safer situation and there's more reason for you to trust me and go with me because if I default, you can easily take the property back for this way, you know. And so, in a nutshell, from my past experiences, I like wraps better than the subject to. They're both great. They're both a great way to buy properties and build wealth, build cash flow. Instead of looking at what you don't have, what I really need you to do is look at what you do have. You know, for example, if you just know how to speak English, if you know how to add, if you know left from right, if you have some family here, some friends here, you went to high school here, if you have a car, if you, if you have some gas in your car, uh, if you have the internet, if you have a library card, just a library card, you know, look at all the things you do have, you know, if you have your legs and arms and ears, okay, so I want you to focus on what you do have. Yes, I know it's hard out there, you know, I'm out here grinding seven days a week, I work every day. I know it's hard out here. I know how hard it is to start something out of nothing, okay? But trust me, you can do it. This is America, this is the land of opportunity, and you're here. So make it happen for yourself. Go out there, take action. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to people that tell you you can't do it. If it's your friends, if it's your family, if it's the media, if it's whoever, okay, the professionals, don't listen to that. If the idea, boom, hits you in the head, the light bulb clicked off, that means the idea was meant for you. Now it's your job to hustle and bustle, to grind every day to make your greatness come out. So I know you can do it. So go out there and take action. Now gang, if you like these YouTube videos, please comment on them. Please share it. Please like it to motivate me to make more for you. Because I do this for free and whenever you tell me you like it or you leave a comment, it just pumps me up. It lets me know that I'm really making an impact do more videos. So if you like these videos, please share it, please like, please comment, and I will respond to you. This is Mike with My Real Estate Dojo. Gang, I'll talk to you later.